0: Hello and welcome to the final episode of the Astro Podcast.
1: You're going to stop doing (laughs) this now? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Why, because you're big time now? You're (laughs) on New and Noteworthy?
0: I'm just kidding. It's not the last episode. It feels like it's always the last episode.
1: The last episode of the Astro is always the first episode of the rest of the Astros that we will do for all time. Yeah. When God closes the Astro, he opens up another episode of the Astro. Look, uh, a lot of stuff's happening.
0: How do you feel this morning? I feel do great. Feel the jacarandas uh, are in great. bloom,
1: and the jasmine is redolent. I love this time of year in L.A., June gloom in May. Oh, it's so nice. I didn't appreciate the seasons as much when I was a kid, I think. And, mm. then, and then when you're, like, 18, you know, you start getting smart, and you're like, there are no seasons in L.A., and that's kind well, of the cool thing that's kind of a myth. It's a subtle thing.
0: Yeah, there are seasons. They're just subtle.
1: It's a desert. you got to pay attention.
0: There's some debate about whether or not Los Angeles is a desert.
1: It's on the edge of the look. I don't want to get all Mike Davis on you, but
0: we what can talk what does he say. What does he land on that? He say mean, it is it, or it isn't.
1: It's it's where the desert meets this coastal area. Right. It, it's the chaparral, and there's sort of, sort of a savannah esque Mediterranean thing going would you on. you say the ecology of fear? Would
0: you say Los Angeles is a city carved out of the desert? Yes. Okay, good. That's all. That's, that's all I needed. Fact check that. We haven't done this in a while, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm a little rusty. And I'm a little hungover, to be honest. To be completely honest. If we're going to get real here, if we're going to talk about our feelings, I feel like shit. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, I don't, it's not horrible. It's not like a... You know, on the scale of hangovers, 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, this is like a 5. Talk about the June Gloom. It's been a godsend for me because I work in an uninsulated attic. And when it's hot, like when it gets 70 or higher, it's like 20 degrees hotter in my attic. Like it can get up to 100 in there, 90 easily. And so I work with my shirt off at a standing desk with a window unit air conditioner blowing 60 on right the at coast, me.
1: It's 70 downtown. 90 in the it's, attic. It's 80 in Highland Park and 103 in the attic.
0: Basically. And it's it's not, it's not fine, like I can manage with the AC blowing on me but I can't like record narration and it gets so bad that like I can't even turn off the AC because then the fan on my computer kicks on and it's so loud. So I've been able to avoid all of those problems at a very crucial time in my production life because I haven't right. been to turn out these episodes and do a lot of work and it's been really nice that it's comfortable in there. And I'm worried that that's going to end this week.
1: The next few episodes of Welcome to L.A. are going to be hot, hot, hot.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we, I recorded some narration in your attic for like five minutes and we were all pouring sweat. It was brutal. Yeah. It is brutal. And that wasn't even like a really hot day. And that was not even, yeah. But the weather has been great, not just for that reason. I just like it.
0: Yeah, it's been wonderful. And I
1: like the jacarandas. Yeah, the, the smell of rotting jacaranda leaves is probably the most.
0: We bought a bunch of jasmine to plant in our yard. We're gonna make I planted a, two jasmine um, plants too. Our passion fruit is not only fruiting but blooming. We got our first passion fruit bloom. You know what a passion fruit bloom looks like? No. Oh my God, they're gorgeous. They're like these big purple.
1: Does it bloom and then it? The bears flowers fruit? and the blooms are that's separate. That's how it
0: works with. Uh... So that's the bloom.
1: Oh, that's a passion fruit bloom. Yeah, yeah no, I'm and familiar then with that.
0: The fruit. This is the fruit. I'm familiar with that bloom. This is this part of the astro where we show each other photos on our phone. It's. it's that's really, the fruit. Yeah, that little like green thing.
1: There's a lot of green in this photo. Not the folks. thing right. that's
0: not. Do you know the difference between a leaf and a fruit? No, do you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Looks like there's a ladybug.
0: Yeah, there is a ladybug. Look, those are like browner ones, you know, that aren't. Do you red. know the
1: difference between a ladybug and a? Congratulations. So, what, what, did you finish first... that question? No, and I didn't finish the sentence that I was about. I said well, I was saying something like five minutes ago. I didn't finish that either. Before the show? This is started? over. We're breaking up. This
0: is the last episode, <laughs> folks.
1: You've been trying to break up with this.
0: Actually, the opposite of true. I've been trying to get to this booth with you, but um, my life has not allowed it.
1: You got to reset. David had a podcast. Oh, well, we around, in several weeks. A, another podcast. <laughs> so did you. I did, yeah. Yeah. I actually um, have been going through something, the, the episode that has been talked about so much on this podcast. Flexis? Yeah, the Flexi. Sexy Flexis? A million dollars worth of plastic is what it is Sexy called. Sexy
0: Flexi. That would have been a good title, Sexy too.
1: Flexi. Yeah. That's good. Where were you when I needed a title? You had already started ghosting me by the I, time we were in title mode. I still think... Yeah, I mean, you weren't ghosting me. You just, I just had other things on my plate. You had other things on your plate, but I've been going through something since. So like that episode dropped last week sometime. Lost notes. Lost notes. Check it out where you pod. Um, and I've been, I've been having a little trouble like letting it go. What do you mean? I mean like I've found ways to like keep
0: working on it. Oh, kind but of. You're not letting it go. Like you, you don't feel like the episode is unfinished. No, I'm, I'm happy. It sounds with just like it. it just led to other things. It doesn't sound like you're like, oh.
1: Well, so, I mean, that's two different ways of looking at it. Because right. I decided, like, two weeks ago, instead of two months ago, uh, which two months ago would have been a better time to have these thoughts, but two weeks ago I was like, oh, yeah, I originally pitched this thing to Good Food, and I was supposed to do a piece for them, too. But then it turned into, oh, just come and talk to Evan. And then there was a new producer, and these were, like, ancient emails. And then I emailed them, and I was like, do you guys still want me to, like, Come in, and they were like, "Yeah, come in." And then I was like, and so I went in and talked to Evan. It's gonna be on Good Food, like this weekend or whatever. And then I was like, "Oh, maybe I should like do a written piece to like cross promote." And so then I like pitched a piece to Munchies, and they're like, "Yeah, do it." And and then I was like, "Oh, but I could do this other thing, kind of more focused on like the records." And then I like pitched that to Stereo Gum for some reason. I don't know why. I've never written for Stereo Gum, uh, but then and then they accepted it too and so now I'm like writing two things you're on the Flexi Beat I I am and I've learned a lot more I ended up talking to this collector who has a great collection of ephemeral records
0: like for those of should we just assume that everyone uh, who listens to the show has listened to that story we're just having a talk do you know what a Flexi Disc is I'm just saying should we say what a Flexi Disc is
1: yeah well it's confusing I mean so Flexi Disc is basically a very cheap very thin vinyl record usually but the sort of tradition of like something that is disposable and promotional in a recorded format like goes way back before vinyl like it 's like shellac and stuff like different kinds of plastics and stuff that they would make and it would be coated onto like usually some sort of printed matter, often it was transparent so that you could see whatever you know was printed um, that is being advertised usually. Yeah. Uh, but I found this guy who has this great collection. It's like the lids of cottage cheese and like the lid of of shortening. You could take it off and play it on your record player. And like, and then there was this German company that made chocolate records and these tiny phonographs. And like, the was early. that just
0: like various forms of abuse for record needles?
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, well, none of them were meant to last. I mean, right. that's that's the great. Yeah. you know sort of seductive that's why it's like the pinnacle of nerddom of, yeah. of record collecting would be this because these things weren't supposed to much like a good meal much they like supposed to last
0: i can't remember his name but the guy that john jeremiah smith did the pop-up story about john jeremiah sullivan sullivan
1: yeah oh that, it's very much like pop-up magazine no no it's that guy <laughs> no, yeah
0: yeah exactly Pop-up magazine yeah
1: and, and then it would disappear not exactly. really
0: ephemeral I know it's not. It's just like a, it's just like, like a show of rough drafts.
1: <laughs> we made this just for you.
0: All these stories and, will be, available.
1: yeah, these will all be available in the New York Times, NPR, HBO documentary films, yeah. and National Geographic, in three months. <laughs> but tonight, you get to hear them in half-finished form. <laughs> With a live orchestra. No, they were great. You know, was my, great. my was faves were, uh, John Jeremiah Sullivan is a Killed hero it. of mine, mine, and he too. was great. And uh, Davey Rothbart was really good too. Yep. And I just followed Davy Rothbard on Twitter and retweeted his tweet about your show because I like that. Yeah. <laughs> David, hello, Martha. Hey, Martha. Hello, it's How good are you to be doing? back. We're good. How are you doing? Hello, everybody. We missed hello. you. You have a lovely haircut. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How's everything with you guys?
0: A little hungover, but everything else is you good. Hangover? A little bit, yeah. Oh, my God. Drink a lot of water. It's, it's for a lot you. of water. Yeah. Probably should get a patty melt, huh? You should. That's good for hangovers. You should.
1: So can we get a patty melt? Are we going to split it?
0: Yeah, I can eat Okay, all how do you want
1: it done? Medium. Medium rare. Medium. Medium? Medium. And can we get, like, extra pickles? Of
0: course.
1: Okay, and a vanilla milkshake. Okay. And may have a water?
0: No. You know, my dad is six ninety-five. I'm all shake. It's okay. We're used to the prices here. Okay, okay. It's <laughs> part of the, the charm of, of the Astro. You. <laughs> I think that's
1: it. Uh, anything going on in your life that we should know about? Nothing good, nothing bad. Thank God. That's good. I didn't win the lottery. I'm trying. <laughs> keep playing. I keep playing, of You're course. Of pain, heart. All right. <laughs> I will.
0: You gotta, you gotta love a restaurant where right they're like when you order something you're like Are you sure you want that? It's seven dollars.
1: <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs>
0: it's oh, vanilla, wait. really? Vanilla? Huh.
1: No, I wanted a vanilla malt. Is, it, oh, is should her. we do malt? Yeah. Okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. You fill in the uh Don't
0: worry don't worry, no characters are gonna show up, everybody. <laughs> Alright, well um Richard's walking over to get a milkshake right now, or to change his order. Um he, oh, I'm looking. Richard, I don't know if you know this about Richard, but he loves to give out his business cards, and he has a new business card. Um, it says, film, writing, food, podcasts. He used to drive a cool truck. No malt. Well, of course they don't have malts.
1: You're looking at my business card? You're telling the good people about my new business card? I was. I was. Do you finish? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I've been. I feel like this is a little bit of me like having trouble letting it go in the sort of existential thing of like you know the finishing the thing being like a death or whatever, right. and, you know not really you know I have tons of work going on, but it was a long term creative project that I cared about a lot, and so yeah. I kind of feel like maybe i 'm holding on to it or you know finding ways to continue to work on it or whatever, even after it 's
0: done. Have Scotty or Tammy heard it?:
1: Yeah, I sent it to Scotty. Um, we've been emailing and texting a little bit and over the months and I sent it to him and he was like, great, I'll listen to it when I get home from work and then his only response (laughs) was he was like, very impressed Um, I have a newspaper that proves that we didn't get $10,000 each a month because that's something that Tammy says in the story that conflicts what he said and I'm like, I know, I have that article and then he like sent me a scan of it or photos of it Um, and and I called Tammy and she, I called the number that I had talked to her on, texted with her on and had left her voicemails on, but the voicemail was not no longer set up. And then I texted her and it like didn't deliver. And so I guess she doesn't have that phone number anymore. Mm. And I asked Scotty to pass it on to her. And he was like, I haven't seen her since that day at the motel, which is in my story where they have like a uh, a detente of sorts mm-hmm. at the Galax Motel, so check it out on Lost Newts. But yeah, so I mean, no problem. one of the things that, this is the usual progression, it's like you work, 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 and then when the thing's about to come out, you're like, oh no, what did I get wrong, or whatever. Like I have anxiety about that, like when I used to do news, I would wake up in the middle of the night all the time and say like, oh, did I get that fact wrong? So I like have some version of that, like the night before something comes out. And then after it, it's like, oh no, are they gonna like tell me that I did something wrong? And like, no, that didn't. None of that happened. I don't know if you have that. Apparently, you don't. You're just cool, cu- cool cu- as a cucumber,
0: as normal. Oh yeah, no, I have that, but usually I just am too busy working on the next thing.
1: Well, la yeah, that's what I, I. That's what I don't have.
0: Yeah. Well, what about your job? That we can't. Right. Talk no, about? I
1: have that, but I kind of put that in a different bucket than right. um, what what this was. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: My job's like chopping wood and carrying water. Yeah. And, um,
0: and all the right ways. And all the right ways.
1: So you don't have this problem. Well, uh, it's not a problem. Do you, do you see what I'm going through is not letting go? Or do you see it differently? Do you see it as just spinning I don't it off see it doing? as,
0: yeah. It's not, not, you're not, not letting it go. It just led to other related stories. That happens to me all the time. I guess it's just a difference in perspective, then. Yeah. I mean, do you want to let go and feel like you can't?
1: Not really. I, I just sort of got to a point. So then I'm talking to this guy on the phone, and he's this guy who lives in New York, and he has this amazing collection. He's kind of opening up this whole new world that's adjacent to the a story that whole I worked new on.
0: new world.
1: Exactly. And then I'm like, I'm going to be in New York next week, so I'm like, hey, can I come over? And... Like, his house? I, I have like half a day free or something when I'm in New York. I'm like I'm there for work, and so I'm like, what am I doing? Like, you're gonna be checking out some cottage to some cheese guy's lids. Going some guy's house out in listening Brooklyn, to yeah, to records. listen to cottage cheese lids, and like, why am I all of a sudden doing this? You know, well, for, don't you? Like, neither of are these you, stories. I, mean,
0: I assume you're doing these stories because you find this world intriguing and you want to learn more about it. And it's like, what's so it gonna then is like lead like to? So like a fun little, yeah. little adventure.
1: That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> But, you know, it it just got to the point where I was like, why am I doing this still or, yeah. you know, and like neither of these articles, the, the only idea of writing these things would be to kind of like point back to this, the main piece and I don't know why, there's no other reason to do it. I think Martha's making her milkshake over there. Um, So I changed it to chocolate, by the way.
0: Good. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was really wondering malt. what you were thinking with that vanilla. I mean, I guess it made sense that's if so it was going to be a malt. all you
1: need is a bucket of carnation malt to make you know it's like a, just like put some powder in
0: it. Look, you know? if we're gonna start getting into I like complaints about the Astro <laughs> yeah, menu, that, that's like, that's like a list. whole that's like a whole <laughs> other. You can
1: put it on the list. Well, so how are you feeling about your show? You don't want to talk about it. Oh <gasps> yeah, you want a, you wanted to talk about your like morning or something.
0: Oh, that was if you want to get into parenting I had a parenting situation, we can talk about that. Uh, I feel good about the show. I, I, I feel like what's come out has been good and what's going to come out is good. But then I got this email while I was sitting here waiting for you today that was like laying out when they need all the scripts and stuff for the next ones. And it just made me realize like how insane all these next couple weeks are going to be.
1: How many more ep- episodes do you have?
0: Three more. But I'm taking a week, week off to go teach a workshop in Boston and I haven't told anyone at KCRW that. And they're expecting... Oh
1: yeah, you told Gary last night at the bar. I did the tell bar, Gary and last night at like, the bar, my boss. Yo.
0: I was like, by the way, I'm going to be out of town. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to do some work while I'm over there, but like, you know, they want me to do a script read on a day that I'm not going to be in town and I have to tell them that. But, you know... Who's they? My editor. And my mixer. My two editors and my mixer. So, yeah, I mean, I feel good, but I just feel, like, uh, stressed. Blessed, but stressed.
1: Is the one for next week done?
0: Yes, I I just got the latest mix this morning that I assume is going to be the final file. I just need to, like, give it one last listen, and today it will get put into the machine that will release it. I think it's
1: the best one yet. Whoa. Really? in raw form that I've encountered the first three, I feel like I vibe with it the most.
0: But I do feel like it is the third in a trilogy of <laughs> stories.
1: <laughs> because it is coming out
0: third. Well, I just sort of like envisioned of the first three episodes of the series as being this trilogy. And right. it didn't really end up being that in a clean way. But I feel like if you listen in terms to of one. of the
1: connectivity between Yeah, them, but I like yeah. if you
0: listen to them in order, they sort of like have an arc to them that mm-hmm. ends, and then the next pieces in the series are not really so much about my life anymore in L.A. It's that's more too about bad. other things. Well, that's just—they're all good stories. It just—you know—I don't have anything else to say. Oh, wow! My look at goodness. that. Woo! You don't even get a little metal container with extra. Are you sick? Am I sick? Yeah. No.
1: I don't know you just have like a. I'll, oh,
0: I'm a covered in snot. A smear of snot in, on th- your It's shirt. not my snot. It's toddler's snot. I know. That's why I'm worried. So my daughter has a field trip today to the Natural History Museum, and my wife was going to be the chaperone on the trip, but she got sick yesterday and had to cancel. Speaking and so of- And Faye, our daughter, was very excited that her mom was going to be on the field trip. She was just like, my mom's going to be the chaperone on the field trip with us, and she was very excited. And so then I went this morning, and I was like, you know is sick, but I can fill in if you need me to. As a chaperone, they're like, we took care of it, we don't need it. And I was relieved, because I have all this work to do. And Faye was devastated, because that meant that none of her parents were going to be on the trip with her. And so she was crying, and she has a cold, and she's like, runny nose, and so now I have snot all over my shirt right here where she was Maybe like I'll crying. get
1: a, another cup or something like that.
0: Me. I can take it off if it's gonna...
1: No, you just, you just like fondled it with <laughs> your hand, <laughs> and we're just about to split a meal.
0: Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it's but, just standard hygiene stuff. But I was able to extract myself, and I. she had this little toy beaver she got from a kinder egg in her hand. She calls Beva. And I was like, how how about I'll put my... Beva can be the chaperone. He'll be like my surrogate, you know. And so, you know, it worked. Beva's yeah. going to be my surrogate. She's
1: like, what's a surrogate? Oh, man.
0: I think I put it like, I'm going to put my chaperone powers into Beva, and then that way you'll have Beva with you, and Beva will be your chaperone. And she was kind of like, okay. And then her teacher stepped in and was like, why don't you come with me, Faye, and we'll go up to the hill. And, you know, they're good at, like, if you just get the kid to, like, do something and have some momentum, they start to forget about how sad they are. I just watched her sort of walk away, went hand-in-hand with her teacher, and then I, like, came here. to.
1: She's not going to want to have you as a chaperone much longer? In ten I, years, that's going to be.
0: I know I really blew it today. I could, you know, but I just can't. I can't. I can't go to the National Museum today. I would love to. I have so much work to do.
1: Do you think Faye is going to be listening to these episodes? Oh, thank mm. you. Hey, could I get a extra cup? Oh, yes, and more pickles. And more pickles, yeah, and and water. <laughs>
0: I'm so. Extra cup? What do you mean? To split the milkshake. Oh, right. So
1: we don't have to necessarily. Hold on, you have your plate. I don't,
0: yeah, okay.
1: No, you don't care.
0: I mean, I was just saying, I don't need a whole lot of milkshake. A whole I lot made of some bad food decisions last night when I got home from the bar. And, um. Fries? Yeah, I took a few fries. That's good. No, just One more. more. Two more. It's good. It's all good. Coleslaw? Yeah, some coleslaw. Oh, last night I was like eating cold pizza dipped in a jar of mayonnaise. <laughs> went to a jar of mayonnaise? Yes. Yeah. I thought you're supposed to do ranch with I didn't pizza. have any ranch and I was like this is what so I'll you're do. like mayonnaise we'll do it. Well, I dipped in mayonnaise and then I coated the mayonnaise in um like the Trader Joe's 21 seasoning thing, you know, it's like 21 spices. It's like a seasoning blend. I don't have it. It's like an approximation of ranch dressing. Oh, okay, so oh wow. You. Thank you, Martha. Mm. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. And I, I, this is the last thing I'm going to ask for. May I have a glass of water? Honey, you can ask for whatever
0: the, you want. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean you're going
1: to get it. <laughs> oh, she's great. See, just when I was feeling. All right. So we got our normal. All right, so you're eating the cold pizza <laughs> dipped into a jar of mayonnaise. Thank you. Coated in. Was it good? Look at these pickles.
0: I mean, sure, it was good. I was. I was in the zone for it to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You were ready to
1: accept that as as good mm-hmm. tasting yeah. stuff.
0: And then I had this big piece of banana bread that I like. Coated in Nutella. That was good.
1: Ooh, banana bread and Nutella.
0: Do you want um,
1: whipped whipped creamy or non-whipped creamy milkshake? Whatever. You pick. pick. I don't know what I want. So, the cold pizza with the mayo wasn't enough? Nope. Should we talk about what we did last night? Not interesting.
0: We had a celebration. We had a celebration. We had like the... It was kind of bittersweet. We had like a wrap party for the series, but the host and the main producer couldn't make it. So it was like most oh, of right, the contributors. The had a nice meal at Salazar. Met the owner, Billy.
1: Shout out to Billy Silverman. <laughs>
0: um, had some good food. Uh, Nick White made us all framed prints of the title card for each of our episodes, for each of the contributors, which was really, really a nice thing to do.
1: You got one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did it make it home with you? It did.
0: I put it in my car before I went out to the to, to round two, to the after.
1: Because you're like, I know I'm going to get into cold pizza and mayo headspace, <laughs> <laughs> so better take care of this now. Well, I also
0: just like, well, I'll leave it at the bar, I'll spill something on it, or I'll just feel like I have to carry something around. Like,
1: I'm going to get two blotto to take care of this framed object. So I'm going to put it in my car, where I will end up at the end of the night after getting two blotto to even take care of an object, and then I will convey myself home in that car. On surface streets, I hope, covering one eye.
0: Maybe I took an Uber. How do you know?
1: Folks, Uber has changed Los Angeles lifestyle. I don't take
0: Uber, actually. I deleted the Uber app. I'm a Lyft-only man.
1: I'm a Lyft-only man, too. For years since. Oh, by the way, listeners of the Astro, we're updating our privacy policy. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? Do you know what's going on with that?
0: With our privacy policy?
1: Have you been getting emails from, like, everything that you have an account with?
0: Ah. What's our privacy policy?
1: We don't have one, but... But we should update it. We don't know who you are, one
0: person who we listens to this. We don't want to know. No. Unless you're a Pete, uh, FP, we don't care.
1: Unless you're Pete.
0: <laughs> you're Pete, Pete or an FP. Pete, are you
1: listening? <laughs> Sorry, I actually think that the food is, is good today.
0: This is like a really good meal. This is so good.
1: <laughs> I think we've finally stumbled on our
0: happy place. Unfortunately, this is not a meal I can eat regularly. Once a week? That's pushing it. That's pushing it.
1: So you'll just get pie instead?
0: Maybe the Greek chicken. When are we going to get that? Someday
1: That is the Chekhov's gun Yeah Of the Astro That interviewing the owner Last time we were here You like Tried to engage (laughs) The (laughs) owner I did As we were walking out What happened
0: Didn't go well I mean I think He's someone you have to Speak very loudly with And uh I'm a little sotto voce, but I said something like, "Why do you do you know why all the diners in New York City are Greek?"
1: And he was like, "What? Huh?
0: Huh?" I don't think he ever said anything other than "Huh." Did he? Or he just kind of like nodded. Um,
1: it took you like four tries just to like <laughs> register that with him, and then eventually he just shrugged and he was like, "I don't know." Sure, yeah. <laughs> And you're like, thank you, that was my only question. <laughs> I'll have a box of tic-tacs. <laughs> huh? <laughs> That's right, then you got tic-tacs, when he couldn't hear you. <laughs>
0: um,
1: What's it like for you to have something come out?
0: It's just, uh, it's fun, exciting, distracting. You know, it's like I'm in the middle of making the thing, so I have to, like not think about it too much you know and then i'm just like constantly checking the itunes charts
1: oh yeah your uh david's podcast your podcast we're pretending like the listener isn't here you're on new and noteworthy oh cool no really cool. That's what someone said last night cool and i saw it there cool.
0: i mean cool they told me that wasn't gonna happen until the 28th but what I thought that was going to happen on the 28th, but I guess it happened already. Thank you, Martha. You're, welcome.
1: You're You can, like, dial in when you hit the charts? Um...
0: I don't know. I honestly don't know how any of that works.
1: Well, anyway, it's nice to see it getting good placement.
0: Yeah. I got a one-star review on iTunes from someone that said this is a rip-off of Spoken Dreams, which I guess is some KT... some old television program about... Do you know what that is? As a, never you're heard here of an it. Angelino native? I don't know if it's something you would heard of. ET? KTLD... I don't oh,
1: KT... KTLA? Yeah, maybe. Well, no, I've never heard of it.
0: I wasn't well, allowed to watch I, television I as a kid. It off. But I don't think I did.
1: Because you're telling a story about coming somewhere and like moving to a city that's been done,
0: man Stranger comes to town. heard it a million times. It's called westerns
1: (laughs) (laughs) What would you uh, how would you pitch the show to all the people out there? How did you pitch this show? How did you end up getting a, a show like this?
0: I said hey guys I have this Google doc full of stories I really want to do. Right. And I said, okay.
1: And you said, I think it's a podcast like series or
0: what? Yeah, I was like, let's make, a sh- let's make a show out of this. And Gary said, great, do ten episodes. And I said, all right, I'll do eight episodes. And now we're going to do six. <laughs> Plus a rerun. Maybe seven, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. What's the rerun? Bilal's Calling from Below the Ten. Oh. About a barber who was the in-house barber for Death Row Records.
1: When's that one airing? That should air the week that you're...
0: It's the week I'm gone. So like two weeks from... So this this Tuesday the episode comes out, then the next Tuesday another episode comes out, then the rerun.
1: Do you think that you're going to be doing a lot of, that this will go on and you'll be doing like another season of it? Is that the plan? I don't know. That's something you have to go back and like kind of re-pitch or whatever?
0: I don't know. I'm not thinking that far in the future.
1: But like, what is your job going to be after this, the sixth episode comes out?
0: I don't know. I just want to get really strong. you're just I, like
1: the resident genius at KCRW. They're like, what does he do? How does he do it? Nobody knows. What does he do all day long? It doesn't matter. i hang out in my attic. You're, you're like the artist in residence of KCRW. Except I'm never in residence. <laughs> you're, you're in your own residence across yeah, town.
0: artist in residence in my home. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know. The one thing that I feel like is missing from my life is getting to travel to do stories.
1: I thought you did that for this. You you went to Arizona. I did. And
0: And as long as there is some element of that and what I do next, I will be happy. But I don't want to only report on L.A. and not get to go anywhere.
1: Too bad you just created a show called Welcome to (laughs)
0: L.A. I know. Well... I threw this idea out to my boss last night and he looked at me like that's a dumb idea but I still think it could be fun is to have a disclaimer in some of the episodes that are like warning, this story has nothing to do with L.A. and then just do the story you know L.A. is like a concept you know, it's an idea and this is part of that idea it's a metonym I mean there are themes in the series that will be in all the episodes, you know Like, the story I wanted to do that I'm thinking of specifically is none of it takes place in L.A. It has no connection to L.A., but it's about musicians trying to make it, or not trying to... Just, like, ego and music, and it all takes place at this party at South by Southwest.
1: Why don't you do that for Lost Notes?
0: It's not really a Lost Notes story. You know?
1: My story wasn't a Lost Notes story.
0: Your story was. Really? Well, that my story is like. A,
1: like a, iconic well, my story is more music. of a
0: personal story. The musician that it's about is not famous or known in any way. It's not really about music. Right. That's what my story was. I mean, it could be. Maybe it would. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Well, doesn't matter because it will find a home. Yeah. On KCRW. <laughs> on demand. I was talking like some like KCRW deep cuts with Gary Scott last night um, because there's this like lore around the station and like the way it started and there are these like kind of iconic people who were involved in the early days and I just remember them all because growing up in LA uh, it was like the only station that I listened to it was like classical and KCRW were like the only radio no KPCC? No. I don't remember listening to KPCC. Huh. I remember at some K-Day, point... K-Day? No, no K-Day? KPFK came in. K-Rock? Yeah. in in once I got out of my parents' car and house, you know, like, and you know, I was in other areas, like, then it was, like, K-Rock, Power 106, you know, KOS. Mm. And then, you know, it got even deeper, like... At some point in high school, I was listening to AM 1290, which only played Beatles. Whoa. Yeah, it was amazing. Great station. Probably doesn't exist anymore. And then listening to baseball games on the radio.
0: You know what I miss? There was a radio station in St. Louis that only played stand-up comedy. Sounds fun. It was great. Big big time guys? Everyone, yeah. I mean, they did 24 hours a day of stand-up comedy. You're going to get a little bit of everyone. I mean, nothing like profane. More well than, so that's like a big chunk. Of so it's just Bill Cosby, <laughs> the most profane of all, flim flam. I mean, I, I remember like a lot of Brian Regan, and yeah, I mean some, yeah, you know, it's was good, good times. How much longer we got on this thing? <laughs> we got a ways to go, actually. Fuck? I'm like. I am so beat, man. I'm tired too. I'm so worn down by life at this point. Yep. I had just not been sleeping. I've been working late hours. Covered in toddler snot. Oh, my stomach. I shouldn't have eaten that patty melt. <laughs> my mom had an art opening last weekend. Oh, how was it? It was great. How was it? It was fantastic. It was packed. Set, set the scene for me. Paint the picture.
1: Crowded. Uh, hip bookstore we'll put at, it down. at Water Village um, at this place called Alias Books, Alias Books East. I guess there's maybe one on the west side or something, but it's like a, a really nice I would say curated mm. you know, rare and used bookstore. And my mom showed like all these watercolors she's been doing like some from a long time ago, most of them Made recently, and and many of which she made since she booked the show like a couple months ago, and she's just she like went up to Ojai and she just like took all these photos and like made these really nice like kind of like neon yellow. It's all watercolor, um, but she was kind of using much more like bold colors and and like less detail than she normally does. Usually she like like she does this like large format stuff where it's just like a something like maybe like three by two canvas um, and it's all ginkgo leaves and it's like extremely detailed and that's like really really hard to do with watercolor mm. but I think she just like spends months and months and months on it and is that like, the one with the
0: water droplets
1: no that is I don't know what kind of leaf that is mm. um, but that one that one's another example of like, beautiful. yeah that one's really beautiful I made her some business cards of that one um, it's just a square business card with the that painting on the front and then her information on the back. But anyway, so usually she does these like super detailed ones, but she's been doing these ones that are just sort of like half finished or like some of the stuff will just be sketched in in pencil and she like won't even paint over it or the sky won't be filled in. That kind of thing and it's like really cool and different. And she sold a bunch of them and cool. yeah, it's going to be up for the next month at Alias Books East. It's called oh. After They Fall. Cool. And this guy, Eric Ernest Johnson, uh, curated it. Um, And he's a really fantastic dude. And he, like, hung it. And I kind of was around while he was hanging in and helping out here and there. And um, he hand-painted her name in the window. Oh, cool. So anyway, go there. Check it out. There's another opening tonight, which is May 24th. Um... A photographer has added some stuff to the walls and they're doing another opening. It was a, it was a good party. I mean, my mom brought the brought the party, brought the people out. Um, but I highly recommend you are checking it out, David.
0: I will. I'll take Fay.
1: Yeah, I'll meet you up there if you want.
0: Oh, tonight? I can't do
1: tonight. No, well, what I mean just in general oh, yeah, yeah, sometime. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, tonight, I don't know if I'll be there. Uh, I'm pretty tired. But in, you know, maybe my mother will go tonight. I don't know if you
0: want to meet the artist. I have plans tonight. So what are you I, doing? My friend's birthday and he invited a bunch of people to the Dodger game. So I'm going to see the Dodgers play the Pirates.
1: Good, sounds like we have a chance. I haven't been following I don't
0: follow baseball really.
1: I know that we're not in good shape this year. We're not doing
0: too well. Yeah, I heard on the radio we were not good. We're bad. How we? we Last year we were great. We were in the World Series.
1: Well, I mean, one, one guy has an injury and he's out. And one guy? That's
0: the difference between like greatness and like the world. Yeah. It's dumb.
1: That and fielding.
0: Well. Well, that's today's, that's s- today's sports, sports segment. segment.
1: <laughs> we should do a sports show where it's just like... Hey, have you heard of LeBron James? Mm, Baseball? Yeah, he's a baseball (laughs) player, right? Is he good? Yeah, he's supposed to be great. And that's been our sports segment. (laughs) We're bad with sports, aren't we?
0: Yeah, I used to be really into sports when I was a kid. My family was really into football. But I'm just like, fuck the NFL now. I'm done with it.
1: I was really into baseball as a
0: youth. See, we didn't have a baseball team when I was growing up. The Rockies didn't come to Colorado until I was, like, middle school, maybe? Yeah, middle school, I think. I remember the expansion. So that was, like, you know. By then, I was already a hardcore Bronco fan. You know, the two Elway Super Bowls. What's that? John Elway. He was the quarterback for the Broncos. He was really good. Now he sells cars. And he he owns the team now, actually. Yeah, he's one of the owners. Dang. Yeah. He did that famous move where he like spun like a helicopter to get a touchdown against the Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl. That's None not of this the is person. ringing a bell?
1: <laughs> I think I've heard of John Elway. I mean, I grew up in a house with no sport. And yeah. it was like... None?
0: What did you guys do for uh, physical exercise?
1: Oh, no. I, I played sports. We played sports. Uh, the kids played sports, but there wasn't any culture of fandom. Right, like, Not even baseball? Not at all.
0: Huh.
1: It was like... I went so I went to one baseball game this year it was like a week or two ago with these guys I grew up with and um my one friend was like remember when we came here when we were kids with your dad and like I got a nosebleed and then your dad like uses an excuse to like leave immediately <laughs> and I was like yes I do it was just like and then I remember once on father's day i went to a baseball game with this kid that i went to school with and i was like eight and his dad and his dad was this like greaser like very macho dude and like i could tell how
0: little my dad wanted to be there yeah you know did he have like a bad experience with sports or he just didn't care
1: i think he just really doesn't care like i think he really like feels the the ticking by of like wasted time you know when he's more acutely than anywhere else when he's at a baseball game.
0: Yeah, I feel that too. That and just like, really? This much for a beer? But you,
1: yeah, that. But you love hanging out. Literally. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, like, that's, I love baseball for that. I like hanging out with people. Your
1: Twitter bio is last one to leave the party.
0: <laughs> that's me, right? yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's, that's a true fact.
1: You were the last one to leave last night. I
0: was. I mean,
1: I did not leave.
0: I mean I left Gary there. I don't know when he left. By his lonesome? I was like, I gotta go home, man. I gotta go. And he was like later. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He works
1: hard and he plays hard. Gary Robert Scott, program director of KCRW. Does he listen to the
0: show? I don't think so. We keep I'm not sure I'm even technically allowed to be doing it. But it's not even really a show. Two could say that. What is this? Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. How much time we got left? None <laughs> of your business. I'll tell you when we're done. <laughs> Are you not enjoying this? It's not that I'm not enjoying it. I just... Um, I don't have enough energy feeling,
1: to, like, draw you out today.
0: I feel the weight of these deadlines uh, upon me. They're heavy.
1: Well, there's been some great response to your show.
0: Yeah, I'm happy about it. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine.
1: Do, does the approbation of your peers mean much to you?
0: Yeah, it does. I you feel like it means more love. to me than like num, like quantities of people. I'd rather have like people whose work I like like my work. Right. But
1: I mean, another side of what I was talking about earlier is that I, I did feel like the need for like a lot of validation. You know, I was just like, I need and every time I would get some, I'd be like, great. Now I need do more. Do you feel like you got enough? Yeah, I got tons. Like, you know, it was like in like what you just said, like um, I got a lot of like when we were out last night, I got text messages from two friends that I admire who had just listened to it and wanted to text me and like say, how much they enjoyed it and like that means more to me than <clears throat> anything and like those weren't the first of that kind of response that I got you know I've gotten yeah. tons of That's great. that and but it's like it's like I'm like cool like now like now I need another one of those you know like hit hit me again yeah <laughs> you know it's like the, I don't know more coffee my dears um I'm okay for now are you done with this not yes no no I'm I'm done yeah okay. I'm not working uh, okay. Um, do you feel any of that?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a part of me that's like, if someone listens to my story and they don't say that it's the greatest fucking thing they've ever heard in their entire life, I'm a, I'm a, dis- I'm a little bit disappointed.
1: <laughs> You're dead to me. <laughs>
0: well, I just like a little bit. i was like, no, they didn't think it was the greatest thing ever. It's like, ah, oh, fucked it up. You know what I mean?
1: Well, what's the relationship between how you feel about the story and that feeling? Because for me, with, with this story, with the Galax story, I was like, it's good. Like, I finally got to a place where I was like, I'm good with it. Well, I like, know, because
0: you wanted to make some last-minute changes that we basically wouldn't let you do.
1: Oh, so you were involved in that decision?
0: Yeah, I meant to write you, but I was caught up in my shit. But I was going to write you and be like, I agree with Nick. I don't think you should do that. I'm, that that's my honest opinion. This is like, fuck you. It's like, I, that's what I thought when I heard what you wanted to do. I was like, I don't know that that makes sense to do that way. But do you agree, or do you feel like you wish it had been that way
1: I wish that I had been able to try it yeah Uh, because I think that it could have been better but at the same time I'm happy with the way it ended up ultimately do you
0: want to do a director's cut
1: nah (laughs) Um, I mean there's so much stuff that I mean that was the feeling too I was like I remember how exhilarating that trip was and like all this like great tape that I got that didn't have to do with the story you know Yeah. and I was like man Like, I wish I could get into some of this stuff. Um, American Roots. I'm never going to, like, edit something like that by myself. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I ended up in a place where I was like, this story is good. And so I think that that kind of created a proportional uptick in, like, my need for validation or, like, I wanted people to hear it or friends of mine to hear it or whatever. Um, Which is not the normal thing with me. But also, I mean it's a crowded space in podcasting right now it's like there's so much now like and it's really way more than it was a year or two ago and like it's just sort of like you can put something good out and it just does not matter it will not register you know and so like that's kind of a weird feeling because it's like well all that effort and whatever whatever the reason was to make it good just for the sake of making it, yeah, good, yeah, you, that's like d- you does have, not get the same yeah. like validation. You have
0: to get the satisfaction out of the work as opposed to the response to it.
1: Yep, and it will never like obviously like a podcast will never have a place in the culture of like a Hollywood movie from nineteen seventy four or whatever.
0: Nor is it going to bring you great financial windfalls. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not like having your shit optioned or like getting a. Some sort but, of so, like,
1: but people listen to your stories and they're like, "It is the best thing I've ever heard." So you
0: just sort of no like, one has said that to me.
1: But I, what you just said though, when, when you're like, I, if someone listens to my story and they don't get have a response right. like it's the best thing ever—that you feel kind of like
0: I just feel like, ah, oh, it could have been better, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I, I always like it could have been better.
1: But that's because in the past people have been like, "This is the best thing I've ever heard."
0: Um, I don't know that anyone's ever said that. About a story I did. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone's ever said this is the greatest story ever heard to me.
1: Well, I think that you deservedly have a admiring uh, cadre of talented peers who are successful and talented in their own right. Why? Thank you, Richard. And it's well, it's you've earned it. Now you're just maintaining now I'm it. i trying not to. F- blow it up. Fuck, man. But so where do you find validation, though, like, beyond that? Is it just, like, maintaining, like, this is great, this is great, this is great, or is it, are you looking for something else? Or, like, what is it, you know, where do you come down on all this? Like, what you need in terms of a response to your work? Because um, for me, I think that, before you answer... <laughs> Go ahead. For, for me, Go I think on. that it has something to do also with, like, probably social media and, like, the way I've been using social media for the past several years, like like Instagram. Sure. Um, like, I think that it's probably created something in me where then when I put a 30-minute audio documentary out, I'm like, well, this one, like, it, I spend more time on this than I did taking a picture of a fucking flower, so, like, you better yeah. listen to it. Yeah, I mean,
0: I guess I think about it in that... <clears throat> the time that we live in now there are these quantifiable metrics that you can use to decide whether or not your story was good like I can look at that iTunes, iTunes charts starts. and I'm assigned a number and that I move up and down the charts and it's like I have lots of ways that I justify things to myself you know it's like do I want the show to be number one? Sure but I also feel like that is a game that you have to play. And it's like the shows that are number one are part of a machine that knows how to make number one shows. Using not, not because the content is so great, but because it's like they've gamed the system in a way. It's like we need to promote it on these shows. we got to, like, boost it.
1: And it's not even necessarily based on real numbers in that case.
0: And so I sort of, like, look at all that stuff or I look at how many times someone likes the tweet about my show or all that stuff. And I'm just like, well... I'm making things in a place that gives me all this freedom and it's not really about like we're not out to like make a bunch of money and like get our numbers up to sell ads like and so I look at that as a luxury like not having my any of that stuff tied to those numbers and so I feel like well if That's some easy people like you to it to say
1: because you're like Mr. New and Noteworthy like from where you're sitting but if you if you weren't, if your show had the audience of this show, I don't think
0: you would say the same thing. Sure. I mean, I'm just saying it's all relative. You Someone know.
1: sent me an email that um, KCRW, you know, sends out newsletters to its uh, members. Yeah. And the member newsletter, like, I think a day or two ago... Uh, promoted your show and also the episode of Lost Notes that I did, uh-huh. he, he, he saw my episode and he was like, hey, check it out. Like, they, they're yeah, promoting your Yeah, someone emailed thing. me that, yeah. And I was like, yeah, and David's thing. And so... I don't know what my point is. I, th- I think that I brought it up because, like,
0: we—I mean, we, we have a machine. Oh, we have a machine. Like, they're promoting it. They—it's just
1: not. They're the, doing it in a real way. You are a new and noteworthy. Like, no, no, no,
0: no. I'm not saying we aren't. And I'm also you're up there with
1: your friend David Chang.
0: Also, we've learned a ton between the last podcast I did with Case and this one. Like, it's like, the oh, improvement below is the like 10? crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like this feels like oh, we have we we are developing strategy. We are hiring people. We have marketing. We have art. Like you're kind of like
1: you're like the on-demand. Guy, like you're like the podcast pioneer at KCRW.
0: I think Joe Frank was the podcast pioneer, although he never really podcasted. He just did. He just put shows. his stuff behind a paywall. It's oh. really expensive. All oh, right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I feel like there is this legacy of people like Joe Frank who like got to do cool, weird stuff, and I hope to, you know, carry that torch.
1: Yeah, but like that kind of Frank. stuff was never hey, look, like hugely it, it, commercially it this successful. Show don't know who Joe Frank is. Yeah, was.
0: was. We're having a memorial for him. The station is
1: look him up. And listen to his stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: He's kind of like uh, the last generation's David Weinberg (laughs) and (laughs) White. Not true. So I think that you do understand how I feel, and I think that you feel the same way about it.
0: Well, it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm always going to keep making stories. It's like that high only lasts for like 10 minutes.
1: It's not a high for me. That's a low. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it like, this is a problem. Like, <laughs> No, seriously. It's like I get too lost in the part where it's coming out, and I think it's because right now I do have my job, and it's plenty to keep me busy, and it will in some point involve output, but um, for now it doesn't, and maybe right. that's why I kind of put all my energies around putting something out into this one story Mm -hmm. because I don't have a show that's live right now. And and it's kind of like, as a creative person, it's not I won't say that it's um, inherently frustrating, but it's like when you're making things and they're done but then there's this aspect of them that where they're, they're not meeting, you know they're not being put out and so in a way that they don't feel like they're done yet. That's kind of its own kind of strange place to be trapped in. And so then I took all my feelings about that or something and like put it all into this like episode, and then I'm just like writing stories and I'm like, you know, whatever. Like I'm looking for more people to validate me through text messages. Go hang and... out, with,
0: listen to some kind of cheese lids.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go like. What are you going to New York for? Uh, I'm going for work. Oh. Um, so. So we can't talk about it. No, I don't think that we necessarily have any. Listeners in New York, but like whenever I go to New York, I get you stressed should. out about like telling anyone that I'm there because I have so many friends there and um, you I, should I'd want to see them
0: all. But yeah, like, I just I mean, I think what you should do is have some stickers made for the Astro and just put them ev- everywhere in town. The Times Square is probably a good spot. I hear like there's a lot of people around there. I'm actually um, staying in Midtown, put one on the Statue of Liberty. How cool would that be? <laughs>
1: Uh, I wish that you were coming to New York. We could do I wish an I was Astro too. in New York.
0: That'd be fun. We'll get to the bottom the of the Greek are. diner mystery. By the way, I do recommend
1: the Dave Chang show podcast. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, it's good. good. It's very good. Okay. It's not like it's actually bros I, I, eating food. I'm surprised. Yes, it's very much bros oh, eating food. Martha, we mm-hmm. no. Th- have a tiny up? little yeah, a little warm up. Okay. Thank you, Martha. You're welcome. It's not necessarily something that I would ever be into, but I really like it and it does something that I have kind of wanted to it, it's like kind of a piece about opening a restaurant so far. Oh. And so that's not interviews? Anything. It is. It's just Bill Simmons and David Chang like talking. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's very bro-y. So bros. Eating food. Yeah. Um, bros
0: talking about talking about food
1: bros talking about food and yeah it's it's just like a lot of like yeah chang so like why do you put that on your menu like do you love it like it's delicious right <laughs> <laughs> you know it's
0: just... that's terrible <laughs> it's really Did you good read that no. jonathan gold review of uh chang's restaurant
1: of major Dama? yeah
0: yeah what'd you think
1: i mean it's very interesting yeah uh, i think that that and he's talked about it a little bit on the show and i think that um i like that it address something that is just so like baked into food which is like this relationship between writers all writers but certainly critics and the people who make the food is like it's kind of like an inherently flawed thing in food today that it's set up the way and then it's like there's this idea it's like there's a you on the review you put this proscenium of like something formal on it, and it's as if these things don't exist, so it's like, it's disingenuous. You know, it's, it's like, it's like in documentary film when people have a bias, and then they bury it beneath, like, sort of the formal structures of, like, yeah. supposedly objective right. journalism. I hate that. Yeah. You know, and so it was nice that he kind of called that out. Yeah. Um,
0: no, no, that was great.
1: But of course, I think that the next step would be, like, kind of... I mean, it wouldn't be a review anymore, but it it would be like making a place for David Chang in that, for his voice, you know, I think would be like the next logical step of kind of, you know, pulling the curtain back and just like being
0: honest. Like we do here at the Astro.
1: It becomes a conversation.
0: Basically he ripped off the Astro,
1: is that what you're saying? Everything's derivative of the Astro these (laughs) days. How much time we got? None of your two minutes. Two minutes.
0: Cook yeah. anything good in the last three weeks? <laughs> sure, I've
1: cooked so much good stuff. I've been doing this thing where, oh, I did this crazy fireplace meal.
0: Oh, yeah. I cooked a I lamb got to come leg, that. That a was pork loin. In a fireplace.
1: And a chicken that I hung. Cooked everything in the fireplace outside. That was super cool. Thanks for inviting me. It was so great. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for coming. I'm glad that you guys whole family were able came. to make
0: it. Nice backyard.
1: Faye got her first bee sting.
0: Or was it a wasp? I don't know. She, But she had to get a shot this not last week. Not related to that. But, but Katya, we were like on the phone from the doctor's office, and was like, oh, it won't hurt as much as the bee sting. And then she got the shot, and it was like really painful, and she was just screaming, you tricked me! You tricked me! I was just like, oh, I was like, heart was breaking. I was seeing Senior kid get hurt is You're the like, worst.
1: Just tell, it, tell it to the beeve. <laughs> tell it to Beev. Oh,
0: God. It was, it was. Oh,
1: wait. You broke your heart because she was in physical pain? Yeah.
0: And because she felt like we had tricked her. It's like a one-two punch. You, you stab a needle into your leg. It, it, but First, we're going to tell you it's not going to hurt that much, and then just stab you in the leg, and it's going to be really bad. Did you give
1: painful. her like a lollipop afterwards?
0: I got her a hot chocolate with marshmallows you like that? I fucking loved it. Yeah. Well, so, look,
1: subscribe to Welcome to L.A. on Apple Podcast or wherever us you review. pod. Yeah, re- or, rate and review. Yeah.
0: What? Do we have any reviews on this show? I think just the ones we wrote, right? <laughs> Maybe someone else can review it.
1: No, I think that we just have stars. Oh. I think Did, that was some someone reviews. gave us one star, I think. I think it's been all five stars and then, like, one...
0: Maybe that was just there, because um, that is the logo of the diner is a single star maybe that was representative of that
1: yeah whoever you are we're gonna hunt you down and make you
0: validate us <laughs> make you we're gonna waterboard you with a seven dollar milkshake <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right well we'll be back next week maybe <clears throat> i in not. new york sorry <laughs> all right bye forever see ya